his morning show. I got a great guest on here for you today, and I'm excited to be here. I know where you are. It might be snowing right now. It might be a little cold, but tell a friend. We are going to heat up the airways. We're going to heat up the live stream. So without further ado, let's go. How you doing, sir? I'm blessed and grateful, Charles. Thanks for having me on the show, brother. No, nah, no problem. No problem. First of all, tell everybody where you're calling in from. I'm calling in from the big smoke, Toronto, Canada, man, where we just had a snowstorm, an unexpected one. <laughs> I know, man. I'm like, everybody's scrambling. When you look on the street, everybody's running around scrambling. They're like, they can't believe that it came down. They said little snow, but they didn't talk about this one. Nope. <laughs> they sure didn't. <laughs> they sure didn't. Know. A lot of people don't have their winter tires on right now, me included. So it, yeah, it was an interesting I, drive last night. <laughs> <laughs> I could put my hand up on that one too, my friend. All right. So let's get down to the nitty gritty. Give us some backstory on you. Born and raised. Where are you from? I'm actually originally an immigrant from the Middle East. I'm a Christian from Iran. And when I was a young boy, about 11 years old, the Islamic revolution was happening in Iran. And my late father, God rest his soul, he could see the writing on the wall. And he realized this was no longer going to be a great place for him to raise his Christian family. So he hustled us out of there and he eventually settled us in the great city of Toronto, Ontario, Canada. And Charles, every single day, I thank God for my father's prescience, for his foresight in seeing that he needed to take his family out of tyranny and into freedom. And, you know, I'm a big champion of freedom. That kind of informs everything I say and do. Now, I don't know if you've been following what's been going on in the news, but in Iran lately, there has been a lot of protests. A young woman, 22 years old, by the name of Masa Amini, went out outdoors with her hair partially uncovered. The so-called morality police picked her up, arrested her, beat her to death beat her to death for being outdoors with her hair uncovered. That is the law in Iran. As a woman, you are not allowed to go outdoors with your hair or your skin showing. And women in Iran and young girls, teenage girls, have been protesting, fighting, bleeding, and dying for the right to be free. And I know there's a lot of people in the West who go, oh my God, Canada, horrible place, oppressive, racist, sexist. Are you freaking kidding me? This is the most tolerant country in the history of the world. Is it perfect? No, but it's way better than everybody else. So you folks who don't get it, just shut up. Keep your mouth shut and let the rest of us appreciate the great glory of freedom that we have here. And I'm a champion for freedom. My late father, he was a believer in freedom. He was an entrepreneur, right? And so this man, right, he was the kind of man that uplifted everybody around him, Charles, everybody around him. If you were looking for a job, dad would get you a job. If you were looking to start a business, he'd help you start a business. Even if you were going to compete with him, he didn't care about that. He just wanted to help people. And if you worked for him and you were looking to buy a car, a house, an apartment, you didn't have enough money, he'd help you get that car, that house, that apartment. And you might be listening to this and going, oh my God, who does that? Well, the late, great Napoleon Ballou, for one. But why? Well, first of all, he was a Christian, and he believed as a Christian he'd been blessed by God, and that it was his duty to share those blessings with others. Secondly, he did it because he could. He had the wherewithal. He had the money to be able to go out there and do what he did. 
being successful made it possible for him to help his fellow man. He was the kind of person who would always go to me and said, Nikki, it's a business, not a money game. It's a people game. It's mm-hmm. not a money game. It's a people game. Another mentor of mine said, business is not a numbers game. It's a people game. You know, that person in front of you, that's someone's father, that's someone's son, that's someone's husband, that's someone's mother, daughter, someone's sister. You know, there's somebody who have been maybe disappointed by life, maybe even disappointed by someone like you who sat in front of them and promised them everything and delivered them nothing. So your job is to first and foremost, want to serve a human being. Don't make it all about you and your business and what you're trying to do in the world. Make it all about that person in front of you and serving them. If you serve, you're going to win. And so, you know, I wanted to be an entrepreneur just like my dad, man. You know what I'm saying? I wanted to be like dad. Dad was a great man. I wanted to be a great man too. So I became an entrepreneur. And here's what I noticed. There's a lot of people who are entrepreneurs. And the problem is for a lot of these folks that entrepreneurs, but they weren't doing a great job for themselves or their families. They were, you know, nervous and unsure about how to do business in particular, how to sell. They were like, Mm -hmm. I don't want to come across like I'm pushy, like I'm salesy, (laughs) like I reek of commission breath, right? So they won't go after business. They should be going after. And so their business is suffering. They're kind of like hoping. Hopium was their strategy. Hopium coming from from the ether. No, that's not going to work. And and I just saw this and I thought, wow, I want to help these people, man. I want to them. So how can I serve them? Well, first and foremost, I got to help them reframe selling. You know, so what if they, instead of looking at it as selling, looked at it as serving? That's so much better, right? Nobody wants to be sold. Charles, you don't want to be sold. I don't want to be sold. Hold we on. all love to buy. We all love to be served. Hold on. So, let's, let's you know, that's, that's the first thing I taught people. And that's one of the reasons I've been so successful in helping so many people make so much more money. Because you focus on making it about the other person and solving their problems. And you serve and you don't sell. Step number oh. one. Okay, let's rewind. Let's rewind. Let's rewind because I don't want to. I want that nugget to sink in what you just said because I, I, that nugget was so big that it, it just caught me. Don't think about selling. Think about serving. So it's not about selling. It's about serving your customers. It's finding out what the customer needs. Does he need that product? If he does, help him to get that product and and serve him. Then sell him. That's that's, that's you know. That's that's wow. Now that you that you said that, it's it, it throws me off a little bit because you know when seller, you know it's like a sell, sell, sell. You know I gotta get my commission, commission, commission. That's what people go out. That's what they teach you. You know what I mean when you join these things, it's like go sell, go make your commission, go go sell that car, go sell this. But they're not. They don't say, hey, go serve that customer. The commission will come once you serve that customer. So that is really something I'm going to take a note down. That's I like that one. I'm glad. I'm glad. So here's the thing. When did you start then? Let's get to the nitty gritty on this thing. When did you say, you know, I want to be an entrepreneur. I see things are going. What age did you start? Well, I wanted to be an entrepreneur since I was a kid when I saw who my dad was. Right. So Mm -hmm. the wanting been around a while, but I I eventually became an entrepreneur when I was um, in my thirties. And the way that it happened is I, I was working as a director of sales at a high technology company back in the dot com era. And, it went dot bomb. It went bankrupt. <laughs> it ran out of money. So, you know, what I did at that point in time is good Lord said, you shall be an entrepreneur. <laughs> That's how it worked. And I recommend doing it differently. I recommend not waiting until the good Lord gives you a kick in the behind. I recommend consciously choosing to go out there and do it. But sometimes, that's, that's what worked for me. And, sometimes um, that's how it happens. Yep. 
Yeah. And, you know, there's a lot of people who want to go into business and they're scared and they're wondering, how am I going to be successful? How am I going to grow my business? Well, business really is about three things. It's about solving problems for people for profit. I call it Nikki Baloo's seven-figure 3P solution. You solve okay. two problems for wonderful people for incredible profit. That's your job, really, at the end of the day. And that means your focus can't be on you. And a big problem a lot of folks have, why they're afraid of selling and everything else. What are they, are they going to like me? Are they going to want to buy from me? Oh, my God. All the focus is on themselves. And because they do that, they undervalue themselves. Charles, you know what I mean? Mm. They charge less than they should. Yes. So it, 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 they struggle. And I'm about to say something bold and outrageous. But when you undercharge, you're hurting your client. When you undercharge, okay. you're hurting your client. Now, you <laughs> yeah. might go, what you talk about? Remember yeah, Gary yeah. Coleman in, in, in uh, Different Strokes? Let's talk about Willis. Let's talk about Nikki. <laughs> That's awesome. And I'm just like, Here's what I'm talking about. When a client comes to you, they're not coming to you to buy your program. They're coming to you to solve their problem. So one of my great mentors said, Mark Von Muser, um, people don't buy their way into something. People buy their way out of something. They're not coming to you to buy their way into your program. They're coming to you to buy their way out of their problem, their pain. And you need to sell them something that solves the problem. And you need to sell it in a way that gives you leverage over them and them leverage over themselves to show up ready to solve the problem. Because if you are undercharging them, they're not going to value it. Let me give you an example. I'm a knife collector. I got this knife here on my desk. It's $40, right? It is a wonderful knife. It cuts. It's made by Kershaw Knives. It's an Emerson design. Ernest Emerson, phenomenal designer, great little knife. It's a $40 knife. It sits on my desk. No special care is taken. I drop it. You follow what I'm saying here? Now, I have another knife. This knife was designed and custom made for me by one Greg Lightfoot of Alberta. Take a look at this knife, Charles. Take a look at this beautiful specimen. This knife, it's got something. The blade is made of a material called Damascus virus skin. Look at the cool design on it. Now look at the handle. The purple bolster over here, that's made of something called Timascus, which is a combination of titanium and Damascus steel. And the rest of the handle is made with something called mammoth tooth. This is the tooth of a woolly mammoth. Now, I'm not going to tell you how much I paid for this, but it's a little bit more than $40. And this thing does not get tossed onto the table. This thing goes into its own very special case. It gets closed and it gets carefully put away every single time. Why? They're both knives. They both cut. They're both sharp. There's only so much pleasure I get out of this $40 knife. There's a whole ton more pleasure I get out of this other knife. And what you need to understand is that your customer is the same way. Let me give you an example. Charles, let's just assume you're a relationship coach for men and you work with 
uh, folks who have $10 million businesses. And the only thing you do is you help them when their wife says goodbye. You help them not get their, um, their life completely destroyed, lose half their assets, okay? Now, someone's worth $10 million, there's at least $5 million at stake, never mind all the emotional pain and hell for them and their family, right? And let's say you were talking to a man whose wife just said bye-bye, and you're like, okay, great, let's sit down, let's figure this out. You know, I'm going to help you uh, either get her back or I'm going to help you be able to go through this in the most amicable way so you, you know, you, it costs you the least. You're going to save yourself, you know, three to $5 million by working with me. And the, the man goes, okay, great. Let's get started. What do you charge, Charles? 50 Let's bucks. Say- 50 bucks. And you're go- he's going to go, what? 50 bucks. Like that just, that, that, that amount of money will not have him show up and do what he needs to do to get the result. Now, if you said $5,000 or $50,000, even better, he'll take you a little more seriously. He'll show up and, and, and do the work, right? You get what you pay for is an adage we've all heard right? You also expect to get what you pay for. They call that expectancy bias. So if you're not properly charging people, you're hurting them. You're hurting yourself too, because you're going to make less money and it's, you know, you got to work harder to make money, but you're hurting your client. And that is unconscionable. You cannot do that. You've got to charge your client appropriately. You don't overcharge them. You're not a gouger. You're not that kind of person, but you don't undercharge them. You charge them at a level that has them show up ready to get the outcome that you're promising them because that is what you need to do. If you're in business and you're not providing people with outcomes, you're an idiot. You're not really in business. You're just playing around. Provide people outcomes. That's your job. So is it the value of yourself that he's looking for or the value of what you bring is what he's looking for? He's he's, He's looking for the value of the solution to his problem. That's all he's looking for. Not what you bring and not you. That's all he cares about. It's all he cares about. It's all you care about. Listen, Charles, I help people add one to two zeros to their income while working 10 to 20 hours less per week. That's what I do. Let's just say you wanted to add a a zero to your income in the next 12 months. Let's just say that was your your goal in, in life, right? And you came to me. Do you want me to talk all about me and how awesome I am and how great my program is? Is that what you want to hear from me? No, you don't give a crap about that. You want to know how I can help you. You want me to ask you questions about exactly what's going on in your business, why mm-hmm. it's not working, so that I can I can figure out whether what I do can help you. That's my job, not your job, my job, right? And you 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 want the conversation to be focused on you, your problems, and how to solve them. Am I right or am I wrong? Hundred percent. I totally understand because at the end of the day, you know that's what they're coming to you for. So hundred percent. All right, let's have some fun. Get to know you a little bit more. Let's go. It's time for rapid fire. We're going to do two minutes on the clock. You get to choose what questions I ask you. But remember, you can elaborate. But just remember, there's two minutes on the clock and you got to get through all the questions within two minutes. But here's the thing. You get to choose A, B, C or D. And those are the questions I'm going to ask you. Which ones do you want? A, B, C or D? How many of them do I choose? A, B, or C, or D. Give me one of them. A. A. All right. Here we go. Two minutes on the clock starting now. What is your favorite drink? 
What's your favorite drink? Again? What is your favorite drink? Uh, water. When are when are you most productive? Uh, in the morning. What inspires you? Um, God, my family, and making a difference for people. Summer or winter? Summer, baby. <laughs> What's happening in your life right now that you're excited for? Um, I get a chance to have great conversations with great people like you and build business relationships with them. What's your favorite number and why? Um, 13, because it was my dad's favorite number. Your favorite cake? Um, carrot cake. How do you start your day? Um, the three S's, brother. Shit, shower, shave. <laughs> <laughs> and work out. Work out first, then those three. <laughs> what was your worst subject in school? Uh, chemistry. What is your best subject in school? History. And what do you see the problem with business are today? Um, two problems. One is too many of them are, are scared of, uh, of the woke and they're going woke to thinking that the woke people won't come after them. They need to stop to do that. And secondly, in a smaller business world, they just don't understand business. They don't know how to be successful. So they, they need to invest in themselves and they need to invest in mentorship and help. There you go. With 24 seconds left on the clock, my friend. We're going to take a quick break. When we come back, we're going to dive into your website and how we can help other people to do what you're doing best and get to the next level. Stay tuned. Don't go nowhere. We'll be right back. CMJ Entertainment is a one-stop shop. CMJ Entertainment helps people to do any type of events and it's a marketing tool as well. So we'll cover everything from start to finish. If it's a wedding, we'll make sure your wedding is over the top. And if it's an event, we make sure that everybody gets information at the end of the day. Give us a call at 416-414-8964 or online at cmjent.com. Yes, we're back live with my special guest. Now, let's get down to the nitty gritty. How do you help people get to that next level? You said the main thing, you know, add that extra zeros and everybody wants extra zeros in their life. It's the best thing possible. You know, I could do with a couple of zeros, one, two, maybe three, four or five at the end. So let us go. Tell us how you help us out. Well, we've got something we call the E-Circle Success Plan. So number one is you uh, click on that button that there that says schedule a success call. You schedule a success call. We have the success call. And during that success call, we uh, sign you up to do our branded thought leader immersion workshop. You do the workshop. You get set up in exactly what you need to do to stand out from the crowd. And um, you get out there in front of potential uh, clients. You start um, having conversations about helping those folks and you grow your business. That's the three-step E-Circle success plan in a nutshell, but it starts by scheduling that call. So it's real simple. There's some videos on there. You can see other people, what they've gone through. And how long does a program take? 
Well, brother, um, the initial program is uh, is three days, but we say it's a three year game plan to get you from wherever you are to a half a million to two million a year. So right now, if you're under a half a million a year and you want to get there, you should give yourself three years to get there. And why do you say three years? Because, you know, business is a marathon and it ain't a sprint. And those people that tell you you're going to make a million dollars in uh, in six <laughs> weeks are full of crap. It's not how it works. It's like you've never touched a barbell and then you go to the gym and you work out once and you expect you're going to be Arnold Schwarzenegger. It's not going to happen. <laughs> I'm sorry to laugh, but, you know, I'm, I'm a live streamer. So these videos pop up on YouTube all the time, you know, and they show you the, the their receipts and their bills. Millions. You can make millions in my program in two weeks and be the next millionaire. And it just makes me think, like you said, it takes, it's a marathon. You know, it's, if everybody could be a millionaire, why is everybody not a millionaire already? 100%, brother. 100%. All right. So we come to you. It's our first class. You set the schedule. It's real simple. So you just click the button, set the call, and just jump right in. All right. So, you know, people always think that they're scared to get into business, entrepreneurs. What do you think the hesitation is nowadays to be your own boss? Fear, brother. For most people, it's just pure and simple fear. And I say, don't let your fear choke out your dream. You know, you got to believe. You got to believe. Tug McGraw said that back in uh, the uh, World Series. I think it was 1980-81. You got to believe. You got to believe. If you don't believe, you're going to lose. You're going to lose. So, Who the hell wants to lose? Let's win. It's time to win. <laughs> All right. Let's finish up strong, my friend. Here we go. It's now time for pick three. That's right. You get to ask the last three questions before we let you go on this conversation. So give me three numbers between one and 13. One, seven, and 13. One, seven, and 13. Here we go. Question number one. What is the one thing you wish you would have known before getting into this type of business? Uh, to start sooner. <laughs> <laughs> Starting sooner and just your own business or being your own or starting this program? All of the above. All of the Definitely. above. Procrastinated too much. Ah, what was the fear? Um, I didn't know how to do it, and that just paralyzed me. (laughs) (laughs) I like that honesty. I like that. All right, here we go. Number seven. What is one myth about your industry that you want to squash right now? One myth about my industry, like I'll tell you, in the world of coaching and consulting, man. their coaches are a dime a dozen. And uh, just because someone's got, you know, a um, certificate next to their name doesn't mean they know how to help you win. True that, true that, true that. All right, here it is. Two people, past or present. If you can follow two people, which two people would it be? For one day, for 24 hours, who would you love to follow? Just to pick their brain and watch what they do. Man, that's a great question. Um, Steve Jobs and Ronald Reagan. 
Ronald, I didn't, I didn't see that that one coming. Why Ronald Reagan? Um, Ronald Reagan is the most successful political leader of the last hundred plus years. He defeated communism. He took over five hundred million people out of tyranny and into freedom. And when he became president in the United States, um, Americans were hating on themselves. You know, they had Jimmy Carter as their president. Oh, there's a malaise. This you suck. America sucks. It's such a terrible place. And he brought him out of that man. He made him. He made him uh, proud to be American again. And I, I think if a leader can do that, I'd love to be the kind of leader who makes people proud to be who they are again. And uh, like I said, freedom is my number one value. And over the last hundred years, that man has brought more people out of tyranny to freedom than anybody. So as far as I'm concerned, he's the world should 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 be very grateful that that man lived and did what he did. All right. Well, my friend, I thank you so much for being on this show. I grabbed a lot of notes, a lot of nuggets, because it was very interesting to hear your thought process. And if you want to get to that next level, please do give him a call. Check out his website. Check out the link. There it is right there. Send me an email. Say, listen, I heard you on the show. I want to get to that next level. Go to his website and just click on the link. It's real easy. Schedule a call, jump into the program. And like he said, it takes time. It's a marathon. It's not a sprint. You'll get there. It takes a friend like this to help you get there one step at a time. Hey, hope you had a great time listening to the show. If you think I did a great job, please buy me a coffee. I still got a lot of work to do. We would love to hear from you, your feedback. So please click the link and leave us a review. You can help us grow by following us on all social media platforms and sharing this link. Once again, it's time for you to jump. Success is waiting.